It's going to be at www.wowcafe.org. That's March 31st. Tickets are 25 at the door, 20 in advance. So I don't have to tell you what to do. It's a 3 p.m. performance. Go check it out. Okay. Let's see what's coming up. I think I'll wait till April to give my April predictions. How about that? All right. Why don't we move on now? There you go, Gordon. Got that done, too. All right. We'll move on to, um, I don't know. I didn't have breakfast today, so. Milk and cereal, milk and Agnes Malarkey, Animal PR. I'm no spin doctor. I'm a spin veterinarian. When the dam breaks, I'm your beaver. He want to talk about his feature, I'll talk about his feature. But I'm not talking about stuff that's just alleged. DJ was accused of scratching someone on the set of Ghost Whisperer, so... I've got him booked on Ellen, I've got him booked on Oprah, I've got him booked on The Animal Planet, The Dog Whisperer. He's going to whisper to him. No, he doesn't just whisper to dogs, he whispers to everybody. He whispered in my ear when we booked the deal. You people typecast him as a cat all the time. Open your minds for crying out loud, he can play a dog. I want to talk about the, his wonderful porn film, Gato. Hello? He's getting all this heat from this Italian form film he did called Cato. I don't even have enough space to put all the awards he's been getting. And then all of a sudden he's scratching people on Ghost Whisperer. <laughs> I don't think so. People trying to, to jump on his uh, cat cat wagon, <laughs> cat wagon. Nobody got scratched or hurt or anything like that. You know what did happen? Somebody got awarded for a foreign film. Yeah. Listen, stop checking your BlackBerry. Stop checking the computer. You're gonna be fine. No, he only travels in a first class crate. Then he's not going. Bump Penelope Cruz. Is she traveling in a first class crate? 
Is she traveling in a first class crate? He did a foreign film. Well, I'm going to be coming down on the red eye. Or the blue eye. One of them. The third eye. No. It said specifically in the rider that he wanted fancy face. We get there, guess what wasn't there? No, I want you to guess. No, I want you to guess what wasn't there. No, guess who's coming to dinner? No one. You know why? Because it wasn't there. Hey, always fun. Okay. <laughs> Alicia Levy. Okay, cat agent. Um, all right. Uh, let's see. Okay, Betty Jo, thank you for emailing me. Yes, it's the Meryl Streep Encore Tribute. And it's the best of on-demand on uh, the Attic Headquarters. And you can hear the Meryl Streep Tribute Show at, at any time. Uh, you go to Blog Talk Radio, Movie Attic Headquarters, and check it out. But usually it's Tuesday at 4 p.m. And she has got such a collection, a collection of great interviews with celebrities. You want to check those out, too. Okay. Now, back in the day, Betty Jo might remember. <laughs> Just me and Betty Jo, I think, at this point. There used to be a little something called the milkman, and that's the guy who would come to your door and leave the milk in the backyard there or at your front porch. Then you'd use the bottles and return them, and he'd refill them, and so on and so on. Tom Carew's a little, little tribute to that guy. It's called Milkman. Put it the product. In the city back in the day, the milkman was actually a problem. Fun, handsome, and the ladies at home were lonely, and he knew all of them. Even the wives who didn't get physical could understand the ones who did. Lust, just like love. Turns the milk mystical, nothing their hearts would forbid. Anatomy of a milkman murder. I'm on the case and I'm taking it further. They closed the file years ago. All the clues have gone ice cold. But new evidence has come to light. And the latest technology might uncover the killer of this prodigious lover. By the name of Lyle Turner, anatomy of a milkman, murder, crack a dawn, rooster crows, the milk is bottled fresh, Lyle loads it in the back of his truck. With a couple of crates of eggs Betty Clark on Oak Tree Lane Looks forward to 10.15 She'd hear the clinking on the porch And come out to shoot the breeze Pull him up was the husband And a raging drunken mess And he loved died long ago she was just something he possessed Rolling home from a night at a debauchery Yelling and smelling of gin Went quiet when he found the milk and cigarette butt Where it should not have been Anatomy of a milkman 
life aside And herded up his goons That he screamed but he just stared And drove out beneath the moon Meanwhile our exhausted milkman Is finishing his daily grind Puts a truck to bed for the night When he hears a rustling from behind Lyle offered Bob a bottle At the moment he was struck and killed Bob laughed, there's no use in crying over blood and milk that spilled They tossed Lyle in the back of his truck And left his body on ice He tasted peaches and cream The why, the how, and the who. An at a him, an at a her. A 30 year unsolved murder. Not me, not him, not her, not you. The jury was hung, and I was unmoved. Ask me why I'm chewing on this. Don't be shocked at what my response is. I believe. The product of one of Lyle's dalliances. That is Jerry, oh, excuse me, diary, the judge homogenized. Gotta get your vitamin D, or the clues may just get past your eyes. Anatomy of a milkman murder. I'm on my case and I'm taking it further. Take close the file, you. Has come to light And the latest technology Might uncover the killer Of this prodigious lover Working still By the name of Lyle Turner A year has passed And your family wants you to know it's time to laugh, to have a blast. There's so little time left to go. You may have regrets, your dreams may die. Your grip with failure, getting firmer. We love you, Dad. You're quite a guy. A guy that's named Burl Murmur. Thanks, kids. Oh, isn't that wonderful, Burl? All our little murmurs have sacrificed themselves selflessly to buy you that tie class. I have never been so moved in my entire life. Charles, Gert, Berbert, you three kids are the greatest gifts any man could have. And now this tie clasp. Eesh. I'm so thrilled. I never knew a man could be as thrilled as this. Thank you all so much. I wrote the poem. Berber picked the gift and Gert drew the picture. Oh, Gert. What a lovely rendition of it. Yeah. It's a drawing of how I view the aftermath of World War III, which is inescapable due to the short-sighted political moves of your generation, leaving us the fledglings to deal with the apocalyptic consequences. I didn't want to tell you, but I must. I am so outraged by the hypocrisy. I'm marrying Sludge. We're joining the cult of egotism and moving to Guam to form an ashram for those people who can type but don't want to. 
skirt why I don't understand. I understand this. I lost Sludge, he loves me, and that is that. I'm dead. I don't want to say anything, but since Skirt dropped her load, and I might as well do the same. I will accuse a manslaughter and seven people waiting to stay. I'm going to plead insanity, though, of course. Uh, it should be no problem to prove because of my effervescent uh, wit and uh, dazzling charm. It should be no problem. Uh, you, you, you'll be real proud of me, yes. Something birthday this has turned out to be. I'm destroyed, utterly destroyed. I never knew a man could be as destroyed as this. Herbert. Manslaughter? Why, you can't even watch us carve a turkey. It was self-defense. I mistook a cane for a gun. Manslaughter? Well, if you were going to slaughter someone, don't you think it could have been sludge? Huh, that's a fine thing to say about your future son-in-law, the man I love. No, stop, everybody. I have some news, too. Well, what's it going to be, Cheryl? A disease? An abortion? An addiction? What? Well, I didn't want to say anything, but I've been accepted into the Oxford University School of Journalism. The novella that I submitted with my application has earned me the Fulbright Scholarship for the entire duration of my studies there. My collection of poems and short stories has been honored with the Eudora Welty Award for alliteration, and it has been bought for publication by Viking Penguin Press with the contingency that I accept a very lucrative lecture tour voicing all the glimmering possibilities of a poetic world. Well, Cheryl, we only suspected there was a black sheep in the family. We never had an inkling it was you. But seeing that you're so articulate and seeing that this is your gift, I can't help but wondering what side of the family you get it from. The murmurs have always been introverted. It couldn't be my side. My side of the family has always been uncomfortable with anything to do with words. But it appears you've been gifted with this sort of thing, and if that is your life choice, we extend our continued love, support, and congratulations. Here, honey, this is really your day, not mine. Hmm, what's so great about her? What about us? We are grounded. Yeah, but when you see my picture in the paper, you'll say, there's our precious son, Burber Murmur, the murderer. I don't know what I'm going to say when I see your picture in the paper or on the nose. I've had it with a watery, upstart attitude. I'm still the head of this house, and I'll rule my with an iron fist. It might be my birthday. You might be singing. You might give me a pipe. This story is not over yet. If I have a and I dedicate this next song to Betty Jo. Good evening. I'm Madeline Kahn. <laughs> there are those who would say 
that Berlin's perhaps most charming songs were written when he was quite young, such as the following example, which I will sing for you. Johnny was bashful and shy, nobody understood why. I mean, gentlemen. Well, well, it's Laurel and Hardy, as if I didn't know. Hello, boys. This is Pete Smith, as if you didn't know. Say, I'd like your help here for a minute. Do you mind? No, of course not. I just want you lads to show the audience how much wood the average person tows. Wood? Got any? No, like most guys, you don't realize how many articles made of wood products you carry around. For instance, that newspaper. Yup, that newspaper is largely made of trees, wood pulp. 
Of course, most people know that, but many people don't know that a lot of other objects come from a wood base. Take Stan's glasses. The rims are plastic. About 60% of plastic is wood flour. Powdered wood, my friends. Got a fountain pen? Just as I thought, plastic barrels. Okay, gents, anything else in your pocket? Be careful of fish hooks, Stan. A billfold. Imitation leather made with cellulose acetate, a wood product. Uh-oh, what's up? Why, Mr. Laurel. Oh, sure, your wife, of course. Anyway, they're rayon, another wood product. Well, what else, boys? A cigarette case? A plastic. Also, a cigarette holder. More plastic. Any more wood, my lad? No, but there's wood in his hat. The sweatband. Right, more imitation leather. A new spring hat, eh? Ouch. More? Yup. A pipe, the bowl of which is wood. The stem, plastic. Book matches. These matches are wood pulp. So is the cover. It's amazing the amount of wood we use. Ain't it the truth? And now a pen knife. The handle, plastic. Let's see what's in the suitcase, boys. The suitcase, do you mind? That's it. Let's see what we have here. Any slippers? Yes, here we are. They're real leather like your shoes and belt, but tanned and made durable by tan bark from the forest. Then, too, the counters and insoles are wood fiber. Okay, Ollie, let's proceed. Wood in bottles? Well, hardy. Uh, hardly. No pun intended. Anyway, witch hazel and cascara are just two of several hundred drugs and remedies from trees. Next, an imitation leather toilet case. Mirror with plastic back. Brush back is plastic. Bristles of both brushes are cellulose plastic. This bottle top is plastic. So is soap container. Bath sponge is cellulose plastic, and I'm not at all surprised. Hey, Stan, what else you got? Come, come, fellas, don't tell me you're running out of plastic. Let's take a look at some more of your junk. Ah, uh, I mean your nice things. Ah, oh, a razor. Handless plastic as are most electric shavers. Ouch, that blade ain't no plastic, bub. And now, writing paper. Scratch pads. Envelopes. And book. All wood pulp, kitty. Pajamas are rayon, and rayon is a wood product, remember? Hey, what you got there, chum? Oh, sure, say. More rayon. But damn, such color. <laughs> and now, a shirt. Tie. And socks. All rayon. Say, the suitcase. Yup, even that's made out of laminated wood covered with canvas. And it's a good thing these lads didn't come around here with a trunk. We'd be here for days. Oh, boys, you can go now. Goodbye, Stan. So long, Oliver. And thanks very much, guys. Darn nice of you to help. Hey! Oh, well, they need exercise anyway. Goodbye now. And thanks to you, Pete Smith, this is Lee Vickers carrying on. Well, Laurel and Hardy little realized the importance of wood to their daily lives. 
And I wonder if most of us know just how important forests and research are to the winning of this war. The answer may be found at Madison, Wisconsin, where the United States Forest Service maintains its forest products laboratory. Here, for years, has been carried on a broad program of research to increase uses of forest products and find new uses for waste materials. Here's where they figuratively put the tree in a test tube. Ah, uh, that was fun. Hey, it's only stuff that Betty Jo and I can relate to, huh? <laughs> anyway, Betty Jo, that was fun. I love that. I love that uh, when you used to go to the movies and it used to be informative and they'd have the little newsreel thing in the front. That was fun. But Joe, remember when they used to give away stuff? You'd go and you'd win dishes? <laughs> ah, those were the fun days. I remember when you could go for just uh, a uh, six RC bottle caps and uh, 15 cents. Well, let's go out on a little uh, scat sandwich because that's too much time. I got the music in me. I've got the music in me. Wow. 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 Wow.